listening to a special Master of One podcast live from Creative South. So we're back podcasting live from Creative South at our booth, and uh, it's actually pretty quiet at the moment. Uh, we, saved, uh, we saved time to talk with our next guest um, until there was no one else in the room, because we want you to know it's all about you right now. And he's going to drop right. a bombshell. <laughs> <It's> about, <laughs> you're about to hear an exclusive. You can only hear here, yeah. but those are two different hears. Okay. Bombshell of it. value. Yeah, <laughs> bombshell of value. All right, so we, we welcome to the show Kyle Adams. Everybody, give it up for Kyle. Oh, he did it. There hey, we go. to be here. <laughs> I, there was a lot of pressure going into your name because I've messed up just about everybody else's name the first time. You've and messed up said, everything. <laughs> this, that's not nice. Um, and going into this, Patrick said, you better not mess up his name. It's the simplest name. And so that actually we added did. a level of... Of it's true, yeah. didn't happen. To it, but it didn't happen. It. So uh, I want to just applaud myself for a minute. <laughs> All right, good. You guys <laughs> suck. All right, uh, Kyle, tell everybody who you are, what you do, and why you're at Creative South. My name is Kyle Adams. I'm an icon designer, and I'm here at Creative oh. South to have fun, hang out with people, uh, reconnect with some people I connected with last year, and just have a good time. Dude, Sweet. I love it. So, so this you... isn't your first one then? No, it's my second one. Second okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Um, you said you're an icon des- designer. That's mm-hmm. very specific. Yes. So is that, that's it. You're, you're just creating icon or you're creating iconic things. Like, what do you mean by that? Uh, icons like, you know, user interface and uh, websites, different things like that. That's my main focus. Uh, and it's just been a big passion of mine for a long time. And for a few years, I was focused on user interface. Uh, and I loved the icon portion of user interface, and so I started focusing on icons. I was really passionate about that, yeah. and uh, just made that my focus, and went after it full full throttle. Oh so. my gosh! All right, so Patrick, mean in the meantime, while you're talking, Patrick is scrubbing through your your Instagram feed <laughs> and showing us. I and, know where you live now, uh, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Uh, he's <laughs> just got your social security number um, <laughs> and took out a credit card in your name. I hope that's fine. Uh, but your work is really cool. It's really clean. It's really, I mean, it's they're icons, right? So they have to be clean. But what is it about icons that draws you to it specifically? The thing that drives me to icons specifically is the the intersection of illustration and design. And okay. I love illustration, and I also love the really technical aspect of like UI design and oh, yeah. getting messing with pixels, being really uh, pixel precise and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And icons really mesh those two together because you have to remain pixel precise and get things to look right technically. And you're also delivering this message, sort of like a user interface, where right. you're guiding somebody to the next thing. And that's what really excites me about icons, but then there's also that illustration side where you're creating things that look like objects and not... Not just creating like a user interface that's, you know, boxes and squares. You're creating something that's a little more illustrative, and it's, to me, it's kind of the life of an interface. It's really yeah. what brings an interface to life are these icons that symbolize things and look familiar, and honestly, like go across cultural boundaries. Like, there's a whole language to icons, and they, I mean, I found this picture the other day uh, from an airport, and it had a luggage icon, you know, yeah. just pointing to a specific direction. And under that were three different languages written out. And so to realize that that one icon means the same thing to those three different languages, 
It's just fascinating to me. It like, transcends, yeah. yeah, it transcends the actual written language. And yeah. you're taking these big ideas and you're having to boil them down to like the least common denominator, right? Like you're right. having to compact all this meaning into the smallest space, which is awesome. And I, I dig that you give yourself a framework. I mean, I think some artists want to go out and they just want to, no rules and I can do whatever and I'd, I can use any medium and any whatever. And then they just, they get, um, there's a TED talk about this, um, about Embrace the Shake and they get um, just kind of, um, oppressed by the amount of decisions they get to make, right? Like right. this is too much choice. And so the, the idea that you give yourself this framework, I mean, you, you have to, like you said, you, you have to be pixel precise and you have to be technical about it. Um, and then you get to have creativity within that. Um, I, th I think that's a really smart way to, uh, I mean, really uh, approach any, you know, kind of creative venture. Yeah. And in your case, it's... Uh, is iconic? Uh, say the word again. <laughs> I get hung up. Icon design. Oh, I want to say like. Did you just I throw up in your mouth. <laughs> just say like iconography oh or something. Like I just I thought of a word that wasn't a word and I, I panicked. Oh wow! Yeah, you did. I just pulled the exact <laughs> cord. Yeah, you just you shot out before you put your parachute on too. You're just like floating in the air. Oh man. Oh, you got hot and sweaty, didn't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine now though. <laughs> Mike's little. Don't touch it. So okay, since since icons are telling a story. Um, What's the hardest story you've had to tell through an image? Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason he's there and you're here. Like. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I really don't know. So uh, a challenging moment for you. Like, cause I, so I, I would not call myself an icon designer, although I've had to design a lot of icons, right? Um, I iconographer. I can iconographers. <laughs> <laughs> you said um, I can. I can. I can. I, you know, so I've had to design a lot of icons in my time. Um, and I, I've, there's been like some times where like I, I get to a thing and I have to communicate something specific, and you, you also want to be original and you also want to, you know, be you want to express something that's that's unique or whatever that's got a flair on it, but you still have to get that idea across. And there's sometimes that it's really difficult to communicate that idea, and you don't have any of those moments. It just comes so naturally to you. No, it's it seems <laughs> I, I hesitate because it seems like every every instance of that is a challenge because everyone that comes to me has different goals and different things that they need to do. And taking all of those goals and compressing those down into an icon is, is always a challenge. Yeah. There's always a difficulty to that. And each project has its own struggles, uh, especially like, you know, somebody might have 20 different goals that they need to achieve, that they need to accomplish, especially right. when you're talking about like an app icon, right? Where an app can do multiple things and you've got, you've got to communicate all of these goals they're trying to achieve. And so you need to boil that down into a single concise icon. And that's, it's always a challenge to me. So pulling wow. out like a specific instance is just very so hard. So then maybe flip, let me flip the script on you then. Okay. Uh, what's, what's an icon that you feel like is so iconic that you can't even mess with it? Like, uh, you know, a trash can symbol for the trash or like a power, like, is there anything that you feel like is untouchable in the icon world? Yeah, I've actually, I've written about this. Uh, I, I publish blog posts every week. And okay. so... One of them coming up is actually um, about this subject because there's some icons that just... This is the exclusive we were talking yeah. about just a minute ago. <laughs> exactly. This there is you it. Go. <laughs> um, and, you know, that like there are some icons that are very canonical. Like they're the male icon, for example. Like right. that's just... People know that's male. People know it's an envelope and that's what it means. And so there's really no reason to touch it. There's no reason to make it different. Like right. there's reasons to do subtle nuances for each brand. Like right. some brands are more fun, maybe round the corners more, maybe change the colors some, all those kind of things. But like to try to say, I'm going to replace this icon 
or like you said, the power symbol. Like it, it just there's certain symbols that just don't need to be touched, yeah. and there's some that definitely need to be experimented with. And so uh, the thing I kind of push is like there are the set um, there are these set icons, but there's different ways to approach them, and then there's also a ton of things that don't have a solid meaning to them yet. And those are the places you can really explore and reach out. And there's also, like, for every thing you work on, app or website, you're going to come across some things that are specific to that platform and need to have their own meaning. Right. And so that's where you can really, like, get out of the box and try to make something new. But, yeah, I agree with you. There's things that just need to not be touched. All right. That's... Never mind. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, seem- great. Like I think a play yeah. button will probably be a play button for a pretty long while. Or yeah, like a I pause think, button. I don't yeah, know what's going to change. But you say the word iconical. I like that. Oh, yeah. like just it's. I want to say it a lot. I, I think it's because what you he said is an actual earlier. word, yeah. and what you said was not an actual word. I think <laughs> what you're hearing is uh, actual language. <laughs> well, I like the English the, language. That's the beauty of it. You're <laughs> hearing when language works. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a beautiful thing. So let's do this. Let's do. Um, we have some icons. So yep. here we go. We have um, beautiful segue. Tokens. Holy <laughs> crap! Tokens has an icon on the other side. So what you're gonna do? We're okay. the master of one, and you are going to randomly just you're gonna choose one of these and whatever. There's a category, and okay. whatever category that is, you you then become the master of, and you have to tell us something about it. So if you were to get TV and film, you can tell us uh, oh uh, your favorite movie or the movie you saw most recently. If if you get books, then I hope you know how to read and <laughs> so on. He and only so. works in small pictures. We <laughs> talked about this already. <laughs> so go ahead. If and it's not one. 200 by 200 pixels, it's it's yeah, it's out. So let's see, what is it? TV and, TV film. and film. I gave a good All example. Right. All right. So that's you are now the master of TV and film. Okay. So tell us what's going on in your world. Okay. So uh, favorite movie ever, Star Wars. Okay. Like movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like a little indie film? I'm not heard of this one. You haven't heard of Star Wars? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Like Rogue One, they came out with the trailer with that yesterday. I don't yeah, know if that's right. Yeah. Seen it. Yeah, yep. Oh, but yeah. That looks super awesome. So I'm excited about that. I've watched it 30 times. Yeah. So what was your? Uh, so you were here. Right mm-hmm. when you when you watched it, were were you on the road when you were looking at it? Well, actually, <laughs> we uh, some friends and I traveled from Dallas, Texas, to Georgia in a car. So okay, it's about twelve, thirteen hours. So that was a nice, hot, sweaty car. It was, okay. and I got food poisoning on the way. Oh, oh no. my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, no. <laughs> so oh, yesterday you need I was to tell that story to room. Colin Tierney because it'd make him feel way better. That's true. He had I a did rough tell day. Colin. Okay, okay, good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so yesterday I was just down in the hotel room sitting there oh, for, man. or laying there, I guess, oh, most of the day. Man. And so I saw it in the hotel room when it when it came So it was public, like a bright, so. shining moment in, in your- an otherwise crappy day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it made me feel so much better. <laughs> that, has, that word means two things. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Rogue One. So what is it specifically about Rogue One um, that is getting you hyped up? I think the hype for it for me is that they're – it's the first time Disney's going since Disney's purchased Star Wars as a franchise that they're going into the original characters, like not the original characters, but the original like the stormtroopers and what we know of Star Wars, and not necessarily post what we know of Star Wars, which they did with the latest yeah episode yeah. seven. So yeah, so you like that they're going back and um, telling a story within the already known story. You yeah, like they're like touching aspect. the rebels and the empire again. And yeah, it's not just the new thing. Uh, right. Yeah, I so. did. I noticed that. I didn't know where it fell in the in the the lineage until I saw the the trailer, and it was 
vintage Stormtrooper. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I know that this takes place sometime during episode six or episode four and episode six. And that was, that was helpful to me. How do you feel about seeing uh, Forrest Whitaker in there? Does that excite you? Does that make you a little apprehensive? Are you a Forrest Whitaker fan? I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm kind of neutral, to be honest. I don't, okay. I don't really know. The, the thing that excites me the most about it is just the fact that this is... I think this will be a telling moment because episode seven, they brought, they brought Star Wars back very well compared to, like, the prequels. Right. And to see them actually go back and touch the old original Star Wars story, that's going to be the telling moment to me. Sure. Of how they've actually taken over the franchise and how well they'll do with, you know, blending it back into the original stories. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. It's a... Yeah, I, I'm in the same way. I almost feel like a make or break because like the f- the first film reestablished, but in order to reestablish it, it still kind of fell in the same vein. Yeah. And then now they get to take it another direction. Uh, yeah. As far as like, if it's the same story again, I think that's going to upset a lot of fans. Have so you have you read the books? Have you have you read um, some of the books that were like chronicling different stories leading up to Force Awakens? I actually never did read any of the books. Okay, well, there's a new set of books that has come out over the last year. Um, Oh my gosh, how many are there? There's, I think, five or six that are part of the storyline, and it's all stories that happen during the movies that we know, um, like the, during the three, the, during like the original trilogy, um, but they're stories that we haven't heard before with Luke and Han and uh, Leia and then some other new characters that they've introduced. I think you would appreciate, if, you, if you're a fan of the Star Wars world and that the origins, uh, I think that's... Uh, and if you can read. And if yeah. you can read, again, it's, that's, <laughs> that's not my cup of tea, but crucial, yeah. But um, yeah, there's there's some stuff out there. Well, thanks for chatting with us. Where can people find you and support what you're doing? You can find me at kyleadams.me. That's like my main central hub of everything, and also pretty much any social media site at it's Kyle Adams. Just Kyle Adams. Just it's Kyle up. Adams. It's Kyle it's Adams. It's Kyle Adams. Yeah. Because as you said, my name's really generic, yeah. so I can never get Kyle Adams. <laughs> So I always get it's Kyle Adams. I think nice. that's perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah. So man, sense. that's awesome, dude. Thanks for taking a few minutes and chatting with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah man. Great. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Well, that's it for this episode. Keep listening the rest of the week to hear more interviews straight from the conference floor. Creative South 2016. Check the M of One Podcast Instagram page to see pictures from our trip. And you can also find us on M of One Podcast.com where you can find episode archives to listen to all sorts of great guests. Find us on social media. Just search M of One Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Ello. Thanks for listening, but for now, peace out. Bye. Hold on to your butts.